Hey, it's been a couple weeks, but there's been no dusts up dust ups here. And yeah, except for the fact that I can't say anything, but we got a lot to talk about on this podcast and it's all coming up right now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Phil, thank you for the intro. Although you did, you did uh, stumble upon that a little bit, but I'm glad you admitted it. It's amazing. I've heard the word. I've heard the phrase "dust up" so many times. <laughs> live television. That, that's what live television is all about, because that's what we do here. We go live. Um, thanks for joining, everybody. We really appreciate it. We'll we'll kick it around here for a few minutes. Try to get some um, some folks into the room. Get get the conversation going. But it's been a um, you know, we didn't do one last week. We we partnered up with uh, our boy Toothpick from the First String Podcast. So if you haven't, uh, go check out his show. Uh, we love our guy Toothpick. He's from Texas, man, in, in Cowboys territory. We had a great, great show on, on his his channel. Go sub up and like him. Uh, then we released the top five on, on Tuesday. We did the top five supervillains. So uh, make sure you go, you go peep that here real quick. Uh, so today we're going to talk a lot about I hate to say, but it's going to be a lot of wide receiver talk, man. It seems to be the talk of the town with Terry, with his extension, with the other wide receivers performing. So I think today's going to be a very wide receiver day. Um, and so without further ado, let's just go ahead and, and, and kick it that way. So if you're paying attention to Twitter, which most people tend to do, um, Dan Orlovsky, if you know Dan Orlovsky, He's been a – he was a backup quarterback throughout the league. He I – I don't – can't say how far he, you know, he made it in life. But I want to post his tweet. He made this tweet right here. Um, oh, sorry. Fuck that one up. He, he made a top ten list of um, – here we go. Top wide receivers. I'm going to say it right now. These – Number one, wide receivers change how defenses play in offense. On Mondays, defensive coordinators sit down on what to do with fill in the blank. To him, those wide receivers are Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, uh, Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, Mike Evans, Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, DK Metcalf, and Debo Samuel. So, man, fellas, that's a pretty bold statement. And so with all that being said, you know, we have Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin's our WR1. He's our wide receiver one. Um, he's our guy. And you know what? He hasn't shown up to camp yet. Some people are panicking. Uh, some people aren't. Put me in the I'm aren't not, camp. I'm not too worried myself. In the camp. Put, put, put me in the aren't yeah, camp. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally, I'm still in the camp that, John Dotson is the Terry McLaurin insurance policy. I said it right after the draft. I, I, I'm not confident that Terry's going to get the deal done, and I'm, I'm fairly certain that it's going to be the John Dotson show next year or the year after if they're trading. So um, that being said, what do you all think about this tweet? Dev, I'll go to you. How do you, how do you feel about Darren Orlowski's tweet, and do you agree with the folks that he listed on there? You're muted, bro. I'm mute. Yeah, yeah. There's more than that, but it, yeah, like right off top, man. Every, there's not one guy on that list that you can say for certain McLaurin is better than uh, DK Metcalf's an if, because I think I think that if you look at potential, I think Terry's better here because Terry runs all the routes. Terry catches uh, deep passes as well as intermediate passes. He also can catch passes out of the backfield. I think those are. I think he's a more complete receiver than DK, but I don't think he has the physical tools that DK has. And uh, but yeah, I mean that's a push. But everything else on that list, yeah, for sure, man. Everybody on that list, I would take over Terry. Like if they're on, like Michael Thomas hurt all the time, but Michael Thomas ain't hurt. He's better than them. And I and I got more than that. If I was on this line, it would be more than that. 
There's a lot of guys that's close, though. Like, they ought to have tiers. If there's a tier system, there's a lot of guys in the same tiers, too. A lot. Give me, give, give me an example. Who's a guy who's in the same tier as Terry, in your estimation? Uh, Brown, that got traded to the Eagles. So you think that, you know, he's in that A.J. Brown category? Yeah. Like, I think A.J. Brown's better than him. But 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 if I had to choose one, I may choose Terry because he's dependable. You know, A.J. Brown's hurt a lot. He only played six games last year. He played like eight or nine the year before that and still got $25 million. That's why Terry is going to ask for $25 million because everyone else is going to get $25 million. That, that You know, Terry's stats are better than Brown's. How much how much of this conversation do you think is driven by hype? I think I think that the way I look at free agency, what the way I look at Terry is this though. I look at it like, what if Terry wasn't on Washington's team and he was on like another team, like Detroit, and he was a coming to he was gonna be a free agent? How much would you spend to get him? Right? Would you spend twenty five million dollars to get Terry if he was a free agent? I mean that's that, a, that's that's, 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 that's Given the market, given the current market, no wide way. receivers. You can thank Christian Kirk for fucking this all Christian up. Christian Kirk only gets eighteen million, man. He yes, and Christian million. Kirk was not worth eighteen million, but he got it. He, so now everybody wasn't. else's price tag got inflated. That's I, what I'm saying. I, I kind of agree with that, but I I feel comfortable if Terry got paid twenty two and a half million. I still think that's too much because he would be the worst twenty two point five million dollar receiver in the league, man. And, and I love Terry. I want him back, man. I want to pay him back, and I won't be mad no matter how much they pay him. But I just, if Washington was to say, I'm going to franchise you two or three times because it's still cheaper than $25 million at receiver. So why wouldn't they franchise him? Like, if you're Washington, why wouldn't you just keep franchising this kid, man? It's going to be cheaper. You know, and, 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 and he's going to be, when he signs his contract, the thing about Terry is Terry has to make it work. Because this is his probably his biggest and only big contract. Because he's tw- he'll be twenty eight when it starts. So it's, when Terry's yeah. twenty eight years old, when the contract ends, he'll be like 32, 33 years old. You know, so at that point, he's definitely not going to get twenty five million a year. So, so, so he's got, I, I, got to I'd ask. Him, Terry has I'd to pay ask. Him, for I'd, pay him, I'd pay him twenty four, twenty five million right now. See, here's the thing. This is this is where you got to draw the line between ridiculous and 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 reasonable all right we know cooper cubs getting what 26 27 million a year depends on the year he's in cup that is, range cup is better than mclaurin cup is better than mclaurin all right and i but here's the thing i'm hearing arguments that cup is not better than mclaurin and i'm hearing arguments that well terry's the face of the franchise you give him whatever he wants and i said how much is whatever he wants to you and I've heard numbers as high as thirty-five million a year, y'all. Man, those are those are Washington fans. Like First I said, of all, if Terry was on Detroit. These are Washington fans I respect. Like, you don't just throw money just to throw money, right? First of all, Terry isn't the face of the franchise. Like it or not, the face of the franchise is the guy who you're going to market the most. This team doesn't market Terry like it marks markets Chase Young. Chase Young's the face of your franchise. That's the first thing you have to recognize. All right. God, when his contract comes around, if he's producing by then, you're gonna that Terry contract is gonna look like a bargain. Man, that's Second, the that's the that's the other kicker, right? Like you said that that if you were to pay him 24, 25 million, in about three years, it might not look so bad. But the thing is, in three years, is he still worth 25 million? Because he'll be in at 30 years old. And and and, and I'm, that's, true. that's the this is he's my, not a running back. My, he can play past thirty years man, old and be an effective receiver. He definitely, he definitely is going to be an effective receiver. He's going to he's definitely worth a number one receiver price tag. I'm not saying Terry's not worth getting paid or won't extend him. I'm saying twenty five million dollars is a whole lot of money for a guy who's not doing twenty five million a year receiver shit. And you can we can keep saying this that oh we had so and so had this quarterback. I mean I remember Hopkins had no quarterback in Texas before Watson got there. I remember Diggs had nobody before Cousins got there, dog. Them dudes was better than McLaurin at that at that time. Stop yeah. lying to yourself. If McLaurin was on Jacksonville and a free agent, you would not pay twenty five million dollars for McLaurin to come here as a free agent, dog. You wouldn't well, do that. You're doing it because we drafted him. We love him. 
He's hey. a good player. He's a great player, man. But Welcome to the show, Greg. Joe Harris. Greg says, at the same time, how would Terry's price tag had he been drafted by the Chiefs, Buffalo, or Josh Allen? Now, well, I will we'll, say we'll, this. We'll see, we'll see because Juju McClusterer is, is, is going there. He's he's it's Juju McClusterer. No, no, no. Schuster, yeah, I, Schuster better than Terry? What yes. I think he means no. is that had yes, Dad had, had had uh, Terry McLaurin yes, had Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen from his rookie year and not Dwayne Haskins. Um, it's, it's, it's fun to say that, but Ryan before whatever, for a day, when, it's fun to say that. But when for Allen got digs and another All Pro and beating uh the, the the other dude, the dude Cole Be- Beasley, he's All Pro, bro. He's not an All Star. He's All Pro. Yeah, he has two All Pro receivers. The you see two seasons before they got there. That dude was. They was like, man, maybe we got the wrong guy. Before yeah, but, the two receivers. So same you're you're down, making comments down, towards Josh down, Allen because down, I know how you feel down, about Josh Allen. Same thing down in the, in okay, the uh, okay. Same thing, same thing down in the Cardinals before he got B Hop. What they do when B Hop went out? What they do? You see what I'm saying? McCoy won more games without B Hop than the uh, than the quarterback they got there now. Facts. So so that that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like y'all keep thinking these quarterbacks are gonna make these receivers, but we've seen these receivers make these quarterbacks. What did Cincinnati do before Chase got there? I mean, I mean yeah. Joe exactly. Burrow and came in this came in at the same time, so it's hard to say. No, nah, Burrow came okay, in a year don't, later. Don't put a name on I mean, the quarterback. Me. I think the question should just be what if Terry had a real franchise quarterback from the day he started? Yes, his value would be way higher because he would have been better, I think. We'll see, man. He's got a better quarterback. There's been nobody else. He has a better There's quarterback. There's been nobody else. I mean, we know Heineke's arm. Look at Heineke's arm. I don't. I don't doubt. I don't doubt that he can be all that y'all want him to be. But until I see 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns, man, like these guys getting 25, 26 million dollars is getting, I can't pay you that, bro. I can franchise you three times cheaper than that. Why would I do it? It's bad business, and I and I, I and it's it's also bad business to let a guy like that walk. I get it, but man, think about it. We still got to pay sweat, pain, and then after that comes curl. All these guys are going to have to get paid, man. You're going to put $25 million in receiver that we just drafted a guy number one at the same position. But when you still got to pay guys, But when other, some of these other guys come due, Terry's contract's going to be run of the mill. As it, opposed al- to it almost feels like they have to do it, though. It almost feels like they have to do it because why would you trade all that shit for Wentz? If you're not going to get him, secure him a weapon. Like, you almost feel like you have to. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, man, like, what if Wentz is terrible? And then you got that $30-something million free next year. And that next year is the year, man. Next year is the year that's like five quarterbacks that's going to be drafted in the first round, man. And and, and Lamar Jackson and a bunch of other guys are free agents. Like, next year is the year. If if Wentz screws up, next year is the year you can get a guy that's going to be better than Wentz. Define terrible. I don't know what like terrible would be what Heineke did. Okay, all right. Not I just want to make sure, average, average I just want to make sure we're on the same page on that one. Average to below average is what is what like <laughs> you you don't want to have. I don't, I don't think, think I don't think Wentz has it in him to be as bad as as, as Heineke got last year. And if he's um, yeah, I, I I agree. I think the floor is much higher. I think um, his weapons are a little Greg, better. Greg says um. Diggs wouldn't put up the same numbers in Detroit. Diggs put up those numbers with uh, what's his face that came here for one year? The Case first year? Keenum. Yeah, he put up twelve hundred. Case Keenum, bro, stop it. Golf, golf Case, Keenum, Case Keenum. Well, Case Keenum. Case Keenum was was made Terry. Look, Terry Man. never had Galladay put up yards per catch Detroit. averages with any other quarterback as he had with Case Keenum. Case Keenum ball. When Case Keenum was in there. And Case Keenum's probably the last quarterback who could really sling the ball downfield for us like that. Terry was taking the tops off of defenses. People say Terry can't do that now. Oh, he can. He just needs a quarterback who can give him the ball. Yeah, we I mean, haven't I, had that. I think I think he'll have his best season this year, man. Under Wentz, I swear I do. But I got to see it, bro. Yeah, um, Joe Harris, what's up, man? Thank you for joining us. Um, Marcus, good friend of the show, said, what's up, fellas? Terry McLaurin is number one receiver. We need to pay him. But how I much? Think, you're right. That's the question. I mean, I mean, it's somewhere between 20 and 25. I, we, we know that. I put a hard limit and, at 25-5. Yeah, I would not go over 25, you personally. The third highest paid receiver in the NFL? Listen, listen. That's left. That, 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 that do for a contract. Quote, 
Shannon Sharp, the day I die. You do not have to be the high, the best player to be the highest paid player in the league. You gotta have some kind of accolades, though. You don't have back to back thousand yard season. You gotta be at least good enough. You gotta be at least good enough to go to look at the quarterbacks. Look at the quarterback. Look at the quarterbacks who got paid over here. People think that Taylor Heineke is worth car. Derek Carr's a pro bowler. Jared Goff. Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl, leading the team. Jared Goff. Derek Goff went to the Super Bowl, leading the team. I don't know, man. Right, anybody you say did some shit though. Now, like Terry's done nothing. Now, now, going going back to Dan Orlovsky's tweet. Okay, going back to Dan Orlovsky's tweet. Yes, I I don't know if people actually game plan for Terry McLaurin. Just like we say this, Ryan Kerrigan. I think he's a good defensive end. I don't think he's great. I don't think defensive coordinators to say, oh, shit, we're playing Ryan Kerrigan. What are we going to do? I don't think they game plan for Ryan Kerrigan. I'm not sure that people game plan game plan for Terry yet. And, and you got to look at the – because we had Dwayne Haskins. We had Taylor Heineke. We had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Look at our quarterbacks. There's no need to really push the pass because – you know, hey, we 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 overload the receivers. We'll make your like we had no threat at quarterback whatsoever. So why would you have to game plan for Terry McLaurin? It's not, you see, what I'm saying. So that's why it's hard to say. That, and that's why you can justify Terry not being in this list that Dan Orlovsky uh, actually says. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, look, man. I, I look. I think that I think there's no one on this list that Terry is better than. There's a couple guys on this list that Terry is as good as. I I agree. I can't think you can argue that. If someone could please argue that, I'd love to hear it, but I don't. I can't see it. I can argue that if Michael Thomas, maybe if he's as good as these guys on this list, then he should be on this list. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Um, the thing. Marcus says salary cap experts know how to spread the money out. We have sweat for two years and uh, young for three years. That's true. Well, okay. We're not going to pay him so. Here's a question. Curl for no years too, pretty soon. So we've all established that DK Metcalf that we don't think he's better than Terry, and Terry's probably better. I don't, I don't, I don't Terry probably better. does more than DK. I don't think Debo Samuel's better than Terry at receiver. I think he's a better would football player. Would you pay player. them twenty five? Would you pay them twenty five million? He's a better football player. Would you pay them twenty five million? No, he ain't making twenty five million. Would you pay them? It's tw- not the question I asked. No. You would not pay any of them $25 million. I'd pay some of them. I wouldn't pay Debo Samuel $25. Yeah, Greg says that, $24, that's a, 25 That's a lot. I mean, Debo's kind of might be worth it because he's, he's, he can do a lot of things, man. Like Here's, here's the thing that bothers me, uh, too, is that everyone assumes we're the ones low – I say weird. The organization are the ones low-balling Terry. Now, I know people say, well, we have a habit of doing this. No, we – did have a habit of doing this. If you remember, that was the Bruce Allen years. Bruce Allen ain't here anymore. All right. We tried to throw 22 at Amari Cooper. All right. We went out and paid uh Curtis Samuel more. And we paid what we paid him was a little bit more than what a lot of people thought he was worth too. Now, so we're not we re, hey, we extended Jonathan Allen. It's one of the top defensive tackles in the league. We're not afraid to throw money around. We just went and got Carson Wentz. This team isn't afraid to throw money around and overpay. They're just not going to do stupid overpay. And let's hope. Let's hope. Well, none of them deserve a stupid uh, overpay. Well, all right. Well, let's transition to our next segment, fellas. And I'll start with you. You know, we talked about Terry a lot. So based off that list that, that Dan Orlovsky made. Where do we think Terry McLaurin in the grand scheme of all the receivers of all receivers, where does he fit? So just what I dev. He's clearly a top 25, but he is. So in your opinion, we, we prepared this rattle off receivers. It doesn't have to be in like, yeah, I can't put them in order on. This is the number 25. Just rattle off receivers that you think are better than Terry McLaurin at this point in time. Diggs is better than him. Amari Cooper is better than him. Mike Evans is better than him. Godwin, Hopkins, Keenan Allen, uh, Hill, um, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Michael Thomas, Lockett, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. That's pushy. 
but Robert Woods has been way more productive. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I think the guys that are kind of close, Allen Robinson, depending on the year, but as far as his career, he's been better. Uh, Robbie Anderson is as good as, uh, you know, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, Juju Schuster, Mike Williams. Would you? I mean, those guys, would you clearly take Terry over those guys? Terry's not. Several of them. Ah, man, you know, it's like, but it's like touch, like some of them were like, it's close. And then you have to look at what they're making. They're not getting close to 25 million. Like, that, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you got to think, all these receivers in the league, man, it's, it, there's a couple that's close. I think in the top 25, 28 ish, Terry's right in there, man, like easily. But you can move, he can move up and down. I think Terry in the long run will be as good as a lot of these guys, man. Yeah. I, I do, I do think that. And if you want to pay on 25, I'm not going to hate on it. I just think that, man, I won't be mad if they don't. Why, why would you rush to do that when you can, you can give them 21 now, uh, franchise? Tag them. You can give them 23 next year, franchise tag them, and 25 a yeah. third year, franchise tag them. Why would you give them 25 now? That it makes no sense for you to do it unless you're just doing it for optics to make everybody happy and smile. That that could be a thing. Uh, Greg says Debo's worth it for the 49ers. Yeah, he sure yeah. is. He's like, he's like, says, he's like, he's like a Draymond Green. Like, Draymond Green is not good on any other team in the NBA. I don't give a fuck who y'all. No, who you Debo are. is worth so much more to the 49ers than right. Draymond Green is to the right. to the to the Golden State Warriors. I don't know. Man. I don't nah. know. Those they got got four <laughs> chips. How many <laughs> chips does uh, Debo got? Uh, so you so Greg says Godwin, Brandon Cooks, Juju. I I don't know if I put Godwin. Godwin God was better than him, man. Look at the numbers. Men lie, uh, women lie. Yeah, never lie. man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You put Godwin. Who's throwing Godwin the ball? Man, he I hate to say Winston. it. Yeah, James Winston. Godwin had as many touchdowns yeah, this season. Better than Taylor Heineke and Dwayne Haskins. Man, that's, that's all I'm I mean, trying to not, say. That's is, not his fault. He was sharing time, it's too. It's not his fault. He's a but second receiver and playing and got more numbers than, uh, yeah. than McLaurin, bro. Yeah, hey, Ricardo, our boy Ricardo. Brent, he just started Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks hey. got better numbers than all these receivers on this list. Our boy Ricardo, he's been a longtime member of the Washington Football Addicts. Now, uh Hey, he just started his own group called the Washington uh, Commanders Fanatics. Him and our old boy, Jeroyce Monford. Uh, go check it out. Hey, he says, how can you name guys like that who have great quarterbacks? Terry did it with mediocre quarterbacks. And then easy too. to get production from good quarterbacks. Yeah, just like I said, Terry's had – look at who he's had. It's, it's, it's Who's Brandon Cooks had? Who's he's been Brandon? everywhere. Brandon Cooks is the most overpaid wide receiver in the NFL. Him and probably maybe DJ Moore. But. Brandon Cooks' numbers beside McLaurin's, and look who's better with worst quarterbacks. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks spent the first three years of his career getting passes thrown to him by Drew Brees. Drew Brees. After that, yeah, Tom Brady. After that, he's still balling out. And then Deshaun Watson. No. I bet and was Deshaun his last year better than Terry's. That's debatable. He, had, know, left, he had more catches and less yards than right. Terry. What are you Around the same that? touchdowns too. Yeah, before that too, Watson ain't play. Yeah, tore his knee up. Uh, Greg says, "I don't think so." Goodwin is not better than Terry. You know, Greg, I agree with you. He might I not be better, but he's you. but he's as good, man. And he's a number two. How can you say a number two whose numbers are better than your number ones is not better than your number one? Dude, look at the quarterback, make, man. Make sense. Talent, talent is obvious. Yeah, James Winston. Talent is obvious. Yeah, James Winston. Let me and guess. So Derek, I'm in, I'm in Ross Derek, Brown, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't rank him below Deontay Johnson. But, huh. but, so but uh, Debo, he's a worse football player than Debo, but he's a better receiver. Oh, okay. I got one for you. I'm in Ross St. Brown, right? Had 90 catches last season and five touchdowns, 912 yards. Terry McLaurin had 77 catches for 1,053 yards and five touchdowns. Is Amon Ross St. Brown a better receiver than Terry McLaurin? No, I don't think he's a better receiver than Terry McLaurin. You're right. Then you can throw about a lot of your arguments about who had better numbers then. Because technically uh, speaking, you're talking about a dude who's equal that's a, here. That's a, lot of guys, that's a lot of guys I don't usually give one years to. Like guys that only did it for one year, I usually don't put them over him. Like I, I struggle with putting Chase yeah. over him. But he's so talented, you just feel like that's the case. I don't think Chase hasn't been more productive than Terry. But do you feel like Terry's better than Chase? No, 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 Chase, no, no. Is, right. Chase was more productive than Terry last year. Yeah, ah, I mean, well, I guess 
I mean, if you count all more catches, games. way more yards, way more touchdowns. And it's welcome, well, uh, Garrett. Again, Garrett, thanks for uh, how much? How much is that? Is is no quarterback and nobody on the other side to take the pressure off? Hard to say that whenever they sucked the year before, and he was a guy that wasn't there. Yeah. Hey, Derek. <laughs> hey, welcome our boy Derek to the show. Derek Manning, the, the AKA the Burgundy Boss. He says, uh, do you rank him below Debo, DK, AJ Brown, and Deontay Johnson? I'd say he's below Debo, DK. AJ Brown is probably I would right not put him below Debo. I, I think, I think, I think AJ Emmercore is better than DK. I think I think AJ Emmercore is better than I think I think DK does not quite live not last year, especially does not live up to the hype that's around yeah. him. I'm not saying he's not a great receiver. But everybody talks about, oh, he's this physical freak. He's the most yeah. athletic receiver in the league. He can make these amazing catches. But it doesn't seem to come together. He runs four with, routes. With yeah. DK. <laughs> he runs four routes, man, basically. Hey, Marcus says, uh, Terry McClellan has everything blocking. He can play the XY and the slot. He, I, hey, and I, I, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I put him above DK. He's got a large catch radius. <laughs> he does. He, he plays bigger than his size. I will say that. Yeah, he does uh, not look like a six foot receiver out there. He looks more like he's six two. He, Carter he, he, says Cooks had golf with McVeigh too. Hey, Josh, Josh like Kirby. Hey, go check out our boy Josh Kirby. Kirby on sports. We love Josh. Kirby. Um, thanks for joining Josh. Legend, I like, appreciate I like, it. I like Ricardo golf. says I like golf. By the way, not below DK. I think people plan for DK more than they plan for Terry McLaurin. Now, and I will caveat that with. Russell Wilson was the quarterback, so he could get DK the ball at any given time. Geno Smith gonna throw him some balls this year. We're gonna see how good you are, DK. Yeah, we will. We will. Right, there's people in this there's people in this fan base who keep who, who have been keeping for Geno Smith to be our starting quarterback for the last what I don't know how many years Geno's oh, been in the man. league. If, so, I'm watching, if I'm watching, I'll wait to see how much Seattle pays DK too. Phil, do you have a list of, of- of guys who are better than, than Terry? Yeah. Steve having all kinds of internet issues over here today. What's going mm-hmm. on over here? <laughs> Come on, Steve. We expect better from you. We are struggling um, today, Phyllis. As far as better than, it's a uh, – let me pull my list back up because I kind of stepped away from, from my list here. Ahead. Well, in in lieu of of yours, also I'll rip off mine. So this is in no particular order. I, I will say Terry's top fifteen. I know Dev has him kind of lower, but Devonte, Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, Diggs, uh, Tyreek Hill, um, Justin Jefferson at the Vikings. Um, I'm going to say Mike Evans. Not a popular opinion. Um, Tyree Kill, if I didn't say him already, Jamar Chase. Um, I'm going to say Debo only because of his versatility. Debo can do more in the running game than Terry does in the passing game. And I'm putting him right below DK Metcalf, which I think is about 12 maybe. Um, where I'm really struggling is where I rank A.J. Brown. Just for all intents and purposes of this exercise, I'll put him right above. I'll put I'll put AJ Brown right above Terry McLaurin. Um, but I'm not so, gonna go put any of these other up and comers that people are talking about. People are talking about like T Higgins. See, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of thing I started with. I'm not putting above C Higgins or Godwin. Michael Thomas, we have no idea what he's doing. So to me, Terry's like like 13. Give you, think or better, you think Terry's better than Adam Thielen? Yeah, I yeah. think he is. I think he is. Right now, he right now, I think he is. Based on where Adam Thielen is in his age, I think I think he is. Talk about for this season. If you start football today, for this, you season. Going for this season, you'll take yeah. Corner with Adam Thielen. All right. I so will, I'll say this Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, absolutely. Uh Justin Jefferson, I'd take over uh, over Terry. Um Keenan Allen. Um, Stephon Diggs, Robbie Anderson. You wouldn't, yeah, dude. Rob, I don't think Robbie Anderson is good. That dude's like a Jamar Chase. I'd put ahead of him. I think DJ Moore and Robinson. 
He is. Um, this is it's really getting hard for me. And I'm saying these are people who are definitively better than Terry, right? Everybody else is in the same. You, you can argue, right? Um, Keenan Allen. Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen. I already said Keenan. He's Allen. on the downside of his his career, I think. Yeah, still but I still receiver. think Keenan Allen commands more attention than than, than people realize sometimes. Um, Debo uh, for his versatility. What's that dude that plays for the Raiders? Uh, the the other Renfro. Yeah. What about him? More productive. He's good. I mean, yeah, that's a tough one. Hunter Renfro is hard to to pin because. I mean, he's never going to have Renfro's the yards. The guy, I think Hunter Renfro. If Terry had, if if Terry had, Derek Carr throwing him the ball, Terry is more productive than Hunter Renfro's. Yeah, I put. I, I would put. I mean, right now I got Terry in the top, top twelve, top fourteen position easily. Yeah. I don't think Deontay Johnson is a better receiver. I don't think Terry. Yeah. I think he's. I think Deontay again has had certain benefits around him that Terry think, hasn't been afforded. I think he's in that class though. Like if you had to put him in tears, which is probably what we probably should have did. Yeah. I think that I think that Deontay Johnson, DK Metcalf, uh, our guy Terry McLaurin. Uh, guys like Mike Williams, Robbie Anderson, they're in that AJ Brown. They're in that category. Yeah, and, and that's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. But so I feel, I feel like, they, but, but McLaurin, none of them's getting paid. I mean, I agree. You should make McLaurin get paid like them. But AJ Brown, the only reason they paid for him because they gave up so much for him. If they hadn't gave up so much we, for him, we, Tennessee we wasn't AJ Brown. The in. market. The market, Man. the market. You don't got to be the best player the at your market, position. The market, Sharp. the market did not call for AJ Brown to get twenty five million when he got no. Million. Christian Kirk set that market. Christian Kirk set that market at eighteen yeah. five as a wide receiver three slash two. Brandon Cooks as an old wide receiver got nineteen nineteen two nineteen three. They set the market, so it only went up from there. So that's why AJ Brown got. What did he get? Twenty. Brandon Cooks, Brandon Terry, man. Cool DJ Moore AJ got like close. DJ to Moore got twenty. DJ Moore's getting twenty. So, I mean, Ricardo, same, same thing I said. They would plan to attack Heineke so the ball doesn't get to Terry. Uh, Greg says uh, Terry McLaurin is a great player. More important, his fan base needs a signing from Washington. Hasn't drafted a good receiver in years. Right. And third, that, round, third round pick. The first round this and, year. That, and that's why they're going to pay him $25 million right there. Third round so pick. But here, from a player's perspective, it's like, why bother? I bust my ass with these mediocre quarterbacks throwing me the ball. I bust my ass, and you're not going to reward me with what the market pays me? If I'm Terry, I'm getting it. Like you said, Dev, he's 26. Yeah. A lot of players. We'll be 27 when the league starts. 24, 25, they got their deal. They'll get their next deal at 27, 28. He's on his first deal. So – he got he got to ask for twenty five. I'm not hating on Terry. Terry 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 has to ask for twenty five, man. I just don't know if I'm watching it if I do it. Marcus says uh, top thirteen. That's where I put him. I'd say like twelve thirteen, right there. He's right there at twelve thirteen on the cusp. I think so, he could. I think he could be. And that's with about. garbage throwing in the ball with at with uh with Ryan with with I'm not say garbage, Dwayne Taylor. So, Ryan, y- y- y'all realize that there's so many weapons on the team, he could have less numbers. Yeah. Greg says no, he's you, uh, better than Theo. Marcus you, Davis, our boy Marcus. It's fair to put him at like 16. Hey, hey, Marcus, I think Phil has something to ask you real quick, though. Oh, I already brought it up to him earlier today. Okay, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> it's fair that you buy me my damn jersey. <laughs> Marcus says if, you if, have if to judge on the quarterbacks they have and the wide receiver on the side of them. And that's that's what we're trying to say, Dev. You're judging based off past performance. So are we, but we're judging him on the lollipops that he's been getting thrown and still making. Curve. I'm, what I'm saying we're is, him is on a curve. Watch, I'm saying if you're watching it, why would you do that, though? Like, for, from a business perspective, like, why would you do that when you could franchise him three times for less than that? And probably keep pain and all them other dudes. I, like it doesn't, I, it doesn't. Our pain's probably gone. Uh, but yeah. either way it goes. You still got Curl, Sweat, Young, those guys to pay. You can know, I, I, can I answer? It's crazy. Can, can I quickly answer uh, two things? Greg Delaney asked if Renfro is a tight end. Just because Hunter Renfro is white does not mean he's a tight end. 
Wow, that he's dude's one of the shiftiest slot receivers in the yeah. NFL. Because he's white, it means he's a slot receiver. Is what it actually yeah. is. <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, the other one is that uh, Mark is saying blah 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 about yeah about the, the jersey. jersey thing. Listen, I, I can break your heart with one one word. Oh, <laughs> hey! So Marcus brings up a great point. The market right now is set by DK Metcalf. So if you go by our logic, at least mine and Phil's and Dev's, that DK Metcalf is a better wide receiver than Terry McLaurin. DK hasn't got paid, has he? He's, he's, he hasn't got paid yet. Right. He's coming up. His 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 uh contract is is he's in his last year of his deal. So so 2022 he's he's on contract. 2023 he's an unrestricted free agent. They got to sign him. So Marcus is right. I never thought about that. His deal might set, reset the market. So he might get 25 if yeah. Terry holds out, which he should, which means Terry can just get even more. They're both holding out, though. So They, they are both holding out. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Van Kamp said he, yeah. So I want, like, they got the same agent, too, by the way, everybody, if y'all don't know that. Oh, they got do the they? same agent, bro. So does A.J. Yeah. Brown. A.J. Brown's agent, too. That's yeah. that's why I think he might get 25, bro. But um, I, says that Terry went from third round punt returner to number one wide receiver to rookie. Yo, he sure did. He sure did. Ain't no lie in that. And it, uh, Ricardo puts him at twelve with poor quarterbacks and no talent on the other side. I, I I'm with you. Twelve is a twelve is a fair spot. Man, that's twelve receivers has been the promos. Number twelve warrant the highest paid wide receiver to NFL. I don't think it does, but I think it's close. Because remember, a lot of the 20, players. 23, are on 23 is close. 23 is close. Right. 23 is very close. The right. highest paid was, you can, one, you know, The highest paid receiver from, in the league from, is Cooper Cup, right? I haven't. Uh, he, got the most, he got the most guaranteed money, I think. Yeah. All right. We, we could guarantee Terry 70 million, bro. That probably You do can. It. You yeah. can over yeah, like yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like four. Oh, give one of them Kirk deals. Yeah, Marcus says, hey, what AGG, the legend of Antonio Gandy-Golden continues. I hope he makes the team. Phil says he probably got water for everyone today, so the reports are that he did, he's doing well, but, you know. <laughs> it, it, you saw that one. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, the next thing I want to talk about, the NFL Top 100. Have you guys seen that? I don't know if you've seen it or not. I have not seen this year's list. Yeah, so the NFL not not it's not the top 100. This is the NFL CBS top 100. But so yeah, what they did, Pete Prisco, what he did was he ranked all the players, you know, top to bottom, and it's. Yeah, I'll go ahead and share it for you guys. It's a little disconcerting, not disconcerting, but you know the fact that we think we have a good team, we think we're doing well, but. I'm just going to roll through some. These are last players, Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, Tom Brady, blah, 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 TJ Watt, Trent Williams, number eight. Miles man, Garrett. what the fuck, man? We got I, Dev, I know, Dev, Dev, I'm with you, bro. We sh- he, should the be, he should still be in the damn burgundy and gold, man. He, there's no, no questioning that, but. Hey, the list continues. I want to ask you guys, where do you think the first Washington Commander player sits on this top 100 list, and who is it? 100. Phil, Phil, go first before we proceed. Who is it, and where do they sit? Just take a guess. Do we have somebody on there? Um, Terry McLaurin at 105. Terry McLaurin at 105. It's, it's, okay. It's top 100. It can't be 105. That's my point. Do we have someone on the list for All right, Dev, what, what do you think, Dev? Do we have someone on the list? Because I don't believe we have anyone on the list. But do we have someone we, on no, the list? No, we do. We do. All right. We do. So I'm going to go Jonathan Allen at 96. Yeah. Okay. If, if we have somebody on the list, I was making the joke. We don't have anybody on the list. Um, Jonathan Allen, like unless they're still counting Brandon Sheriff, unless they're still counting him. Bullshit. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna keep ripping these off. Probably Chase, it's probably Chase Young, though. He's popular, bro. You think it's Chase Young? I mean, I, I think it should. I think, I think it should. Good. I think it should be Jonathan Allen, but I think it could be Chase Young because he's popular. Yeah. He'll be in the 80s. Chase Young. So 41 to 50. Was Brandon Cooks in there? That's he Brandon Cooks in there. 
No, not yet. <laughs> I, I know where the number lies. I'm going to keep going. We're in 50, and we still don't have one. Dak Prescott's at 50. So 51 through 60. Here we go. Jesse Jackson. CD Lamb's at 57. Uh, see, all right, I'm telling you, this is one man. Look at that, Jonathan Allen, Jonathan Allen at 61. And in this one man's opinion, one man that's okay. Hey, Chris Godwin's on here, too. Terry in on here, Chris Godwin, and uh, Chris Godwin on here, receiver, Chris Godwin, and another receiver's on here. Yeah, I will Keenan say Allen that Terry holding out for a contract. Oh, another, that's raised. two more receivers in there. Look Chase that. Young's in there too. Chase Young's in there. Chase Young, 67. And that's it. That's it. That's the that's only like, people that made the list for now. Pete Prisco. I saw I four receivers. I saw four receivers in that list already. And Deontay Johnson's Deontay five. Johnson. Leo, what? Let's just look at the rest. DeAndre. I don't think what? Agree putting DeAndre. Yeah. What? Right, bro? Hold on. 71. Uh-huh. Seven one. Oh, this, this is best hundred last year, though. This is just last year. It ain't like overall. It's like just last year, right? They're just going by two thousand twenty-two. No, it I, can't I because I don't know his you can't put Chase there at sixty-seven after last year. Well, he was actually having a pretty efficient year. He just wasn't second to quarterback. He was, but I don't think anyone, nobody who does these rankings ever takes that into consideration. I mean, it might. It makes sense. It because makes Johnson, sense, Johnson had, a, had a better year. He had a better year than Hopkins because Hopkins was out. Kyle Pitts. Deshaun Watson didn't play last year. He's at 83. Trevon Diggs, cornerback from the uh, Cowboys. They do not. I guess Tyler Murray, 88. You know, this list is kind of suspect. The the lesson I learned while looking at the list is that they do not drug test at CBS. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? They don't. AJ Brown, 94. Jesse Bates. They lost all my respect when I had five or six receivers over. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins, <laughs> you know, like probably, what are they probably thinking? Probably man? so. Probably so. <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows Tressway is better than. Uh, and you know what? Dad, I'll, I'll give him this. I'll give Pete Prisco, Pete Prisco this one. This is what he's yeah, smoking man, when he's when ain't, he's making man. that. He ain't smoking weed. Weed, he would have got it right. He's smoking crack rock, crack rock. He on that Bobby Brown, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Ricardo said Leno did pretty good at a cheaper rate. Yeah, Leno did do great. I'm glad he. Uh, he hey, Roger, thanks for joining the show, man. Roger Smith, good old friend. We don't have any A players in the eyes of most pundits. They still think we are dumpster fire. And you know Tress, what? Tress that's, that's, that's okay. That's fair. I can't. You can't blame him for that, right? I think that's a fair assessment. A little bit. You can blame him a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I blame our um, media a lot, but that's just it's our media and they suck. Nah, man, they yeah. Marcus says, don't throw away the idea of him getting dealt. Seattle will pay 20, DK 26 to 27. Do you pay Terry that? No. Well, if, they're if not the going going to going until next year because when we pay Terry 25, DK is going to demand 26 to 27. That's, Terry, that's I love a, that's you. A scary, that's the scary thing about I'm it. not paying Terry twenty over $25 million. If he does, hey, Jahan Dotson. Twenty five five is my is my cap. I would I try offer, to work it to I offer, I offer him twenty three and a half, and if he says no, I franchise him. Then I offer him twenty four, and if he says no, I franchise him again. If you say not, no. I would trade him to Green Bay for a first because they'll do it. Oh man, Chicago already. I heard offered my first one. I probably would have done it. Like I mean, it. it uh, I I wouldn't want it to. You know what I'm saying? I would have said Terry, please sign me. I don't want to trade you, bro. Yeah. I don't want to deal Terry this year. I don't. Yeah, I'll franchise the this year. If I'm if I'm Ron Rivera, I need you understand. This is this is a big year Uh, for this team. Two million dollars. I'm not trading him for no amount of first round unless you give me two. (laughs) He's gonna pay two million dollars, bro. There's no way he's definitely way better than that. You know what I'm saying? Next year though, I franchise him for 2021. I I promise I would. I and if I'm Terry, I'll be like, that's cool. He's gonna make more money that way. I mean, well, hey. Next, next thing, y'all seen it right? Warren Sapp has been in Ashburn. He's a wee man, dog. That's he's been chilling. He's been, uh, he's been, I'll call it air quotes. Ring the, the hookers. I mean, I don't know. We'll go I, back. Marcus says no to 25. I the hookers. Warren Sapp hey, in town. I'm going to share very quickly. A you ever wonder why come they don't get on Ooh. Robert Kraft like they do hey, Watson? 
Check it out. You hear the audio? Yeah. We're looking in shape, though. All right. I'll mess with that in a second. I'm going to play the audio or the video of... um. Of um, Warren Sapp, he he basically is mentoring the defensive lineman. I guess you could say uh, he's, uh-huh. he's trying to give them a good, you know, pep talk, some good games. He's trying to hype them up. He he really likes what they're doing, and I, I he think likes it, Chase Young. He loves he Chase Young. Loves man. Chase Young. How do y'all feel about Warren Sapp being at practice? Phil, let's go to you first. I don't mind it. I hated Warren Sapp. I, I hated Warren Sapp as a player in the league because he played on his – we always seem to run into that, into that Tampa Bay roadblock, and he was on there in the late 90s, early 2000s. So I hated him because he was good, but I, that's because I respect the fact that he was really good. He's Hall of Famer, right? This is a guy who made a lot of plays in his career – you you bring in guys like that, right? He's somebody who who it's outside the box for us to do something like that too. So I like that. Yeah. Feel about Warren Sat being at practice. That that bother you? Are you cool with it? Do you care? No, nah, I, yeah. I I like uh I like Warren Sat, man. I mean, I'd have jokes for him if I was out there, but shit. Warren Sapp said, I'd hire him full-time. Hell, you can't go wrong with a uh, Hall of Fame, one of the best to ever do it, one of Miami's best you ever. Can. Yeah, no, that, guy, that guy's awesome, man. Uh, on the field, that guy didn't – you know, he was relentless, man. Um, right. He still looks he still looks good, man. He looks like he's still in shape, like he still works out, man. Yeah. Looks hey, still quick. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear the audio. I imagine you – I can hear it. In particular, probably. Oh, I love them. I love those two girls. I mean, Jesus, they're just thick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that now. So now I'm just trying to get out of my two gap. Let's go forward. Let's build a camp in the backfield, three yards deep. Penetration kill all running plays. Penetration disrupt the timing of an offense. And no quarterback wants that kitchen in his living room. No way. Be, come on, man. We got these ears coming off with chasing sweat. Fellas, let's set this. Yeah. So, hey, I, I like it. I'm I'm okay with it. I don't mind it. People are people were up in arms about it, but like you said, why would you not want a Hall of Fame defensive tackle mentoring your your young defensive lineman? Like se- seriously, like why why not? Uh, uh, because because w- why wouldn't you? Because your name is Tom Lavero, and you have to have a problem with everything this team does that could yes. be possibly construed as a positive. Tom, Tom Lavero sounds like a Scooby Doo villain, bro. Dev, you need to stop smoking that weed. He kids. Sounds like it wasn't for the pesky kids. It's like Gilbert Garfrey and Friend Dresher had a kid, Tom Lavero, and fed them nothing but ho hos and ding dongs, fatty foods all their life. Who's it's and what's it's galore? Fucking hey, <laughs> excuse me. Does everybody know how I feel about Tom Lavero right now? I like Tom Lavero, though. I ain't gonna lie. I said this to Steve earlier. I would I think that if Tom Lavero never gave his political or Washington football opinions, I would like him. Tripping. Yeah. Hey man, if, if Kevin Sheehan and Tom Lavero had their own podcast together, I'd watch that shit every time, man. Hey, funny as hell. Just listen to the last 15 seconds. Kevin tells him to fuck off all the time. That's what's funny. It's like Charles <laughs> and Kenny, man. Listen to the last listen 15 seconds of this interview. Hold up. Just work together as a unit. That's all I'm trying to get them to understand. Work together as a unit. Work every day. And what you put in this game, you'll definitely get out of it. Is it hard for them to sometimes get that kind of challenge to realize the importance of working as a unit? No. No. Because the lone wolf dies. No wolf eats all by himself. But a pack? Oh, my God. (laughs) You don't want them nowhere near you. So that's why I want a pack of wolves. And when they rush like wolves. Hey, you know, I thought that Warren Sapp was in shape until I saw Montez Sweat walk by him. <laughs> yeah. Tez lifts his jersey. He's got like a 16-pack. Jesus Christ, man. That's the difference between defense like the on Greek. defensive end right there. Jeez, man. You got a six-pack on a six-pack. 
<laughs> All that here's, is possible. Here's the crazy thing. Uh, we're talking about if you want to talk about physiques. The fact that Warren Sapp was an effective defensive tackle and the dude, dude has no calves. Like he has no thing. He's got, he's got sprinter legs, man. He's got some he's got some chicken legs. Like how'd that happen, bro? How? How? Man. I, that tells you right there, that's how that's Hall of Fame knowledge. Well, because that's well, a well, physical, well, 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 tackle, that's a physical liability. That's well, a physical well, liability. Where else that was probably smoking for the thing. He was just going on pure instinct and paranoia, bro. Uh no, I think that man knew what he was doing. Like he was a, I think that tells you right there. Because when you look at that, when I look at linemen, you know, interior linemen or offensive linemen, one of the things I look at is lower body size. Your ability, because your center of gravity is very much dictated by how much weight you carry in the lower part of your body as opposed to the upper part of your body, right? Like I don't I can only go – my center of gravity is only so low. As when I played offensive line, I had to be really smart in my technique because I don't did not have – I don't have big calves either. Like, they're defined, but they're not big. I don't have – actually, it's funny. My calves are probably bigger than uh, Warren Sapp's. But that I'm tells you right are. there. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> are. I'm bigger than Warren Sapp. Yeah. Well, that Warren's to be said, tells you something. That if a player like Warren Sapp can be a Hall of Fame player, and not have the perfect physique that tells you that he's smart and he plays with the right instincts. And these are Warren instincts that are honed through rep- repetition and practice. So that's a dog, man. He's the perfect guy to bring on in there. I like that. Um, anyone who's got a problem with it, you know, you're not looking at the reason he's there. All right. He's not there to teach morals to these guys, he's there to teach them how to play football. Right. Well, they don't want to see that. They want everybody to be woke. You know, hey, I'm with it. But, hey, I think America was a lot better when there was bullies in the world. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, when, 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 when we had a whole – we had just – I trade a little bit of racism just to get, you know, just to get gas prices low again. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I would let somebody randomly maybe yell nigga out, you know, in the, you know, and they see me in traffic. If I could just get $3 gas one more time, you know what I'm saying? Some bullies. We need more oh, bullies. There was, less, there was less fat kids in school when we had bullies too, bro. That's true. It's one of the reasons why I, I I thinned out in middle school to high school. Hey, shame is a motherfucker, man. You shame a motherfucker. It'll make them. Hey, all the shame for wearing winner's choice shoes got me in some British Knights fast as shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, look, I can't take it no more. I remember winners. I can't make <laughs> they can't make fun of my shoes no more. Mom, I went to school. Got some, I went and got some British Knights. I had to get it, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't wear a pair of Nikes till I was in seventh grade because that's not a shame. Hey man, hey, a shame would make you get an S curl. If you go to school, your hair beady enough. Like you know what? Not tomorrow. Give me an <laughs> S curl or a Duke. What is the white person's equivalent to an S curl? Well, I would say okay. So like a Jerry curl would be equal to a mullet. Yeah. Okay. So S curl. A shag. That's a black uh, mullet though. A shag is a black mullet. Good question. We went down the rabbit hole talking about mullets and S curls. <laughs> we've we've managed to circle all the way around talking what, about hairstyles. What is, the, what is the Asian equivalent to an S curl? You cannot. Steve's hear muted. You're muted, Steve. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Steve is having technical difficulties. I would like to point out, not being racist, but Steve is Asian no. and having the most no, 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 technical no, no. difficulties I, I of anyone. Back. I have internet issues. I come back and you're talking about S curls for white people. And I what is the, what is the Asian equivalent that. of S curls? What is an embarrassing haircut for Asian people? See, white people have the mullet. Black people have the Jerry curl. What I, don't, do I would people? say the comb over. Like Asians the are famous for comb over. Well, you don't have hair on your head, but you have like stuff bunch on your side, and they continue to grow it, and they just comb it over like that. Yeah, that's, a, that's an Asian thing, though. I don't know if it's an Asian thing, but my... it was just horrendous. But um, Ricardo was saying, you know, Sam, uh, Sap is teaching a lot about pass rushing. Said that Sam Mills is more of a, a run-stopping coach, and he said he's going to be back during the season. I don't know. How would you all feel about Warren Sapp being hired as a as a coach? Do it. Does that piss you off? Now? I mean, we hired Bill Williams, it? and he don't do nothing with the quarterbacks. Yeah. Marcus says, 
so so girl. Let your soul grow. I, I have a Jericho wig in this house somewhere too, man. I don't know where it is. Right, put it on. Oh man, uh, Roger, Roger Smith. Hey, what's up, Roger? Says Sat brings a fire enthusiasm. A Hall of Famer who's done it and knows what it takes to dominate. It, you know, it's hard to recognize Sat without the um. The goatee, he looks different, doesn't he? Yeah, he does with the, with the clean shaven face. He does, doesn't he? Like, he does look like he's dropped weight since he played. Like I'm he's still you, a big dude, he does. but he doesn't look which is good. I like seeing players who are like linemen who after they retired drop weight. <laughs> Ricardo said Asians had the spikes. White yeah, okay, I'll tell you the true. white equivalent to an S curl. You ever see those dudes who uh you know, this is you saw us in the nineties, but like they shaved the sides of the head, they had really curly hair, and they kind of just let it do whatever up top, right? And it kind of would hang off to the side on both sides. They parted in the middle. Now you see it, that same brillo shit you see a lot of these white kids doing right now up top. That's the equivalent to an S curl right there. Is uh, you know the shaved sides and the curly top. I don't know what you call that. But uh, I see a lot of these brillo-headed-looking white kids in the gym, a bunch of sarm goblins. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Tell, tell us how you really feel. Right. Hey, so let, let's talk about well, it's night. Hey, upcoming minicamp schedule and practice at, at FedEx Field. So for y'all to know, the Commanders today released their – not minicamp. Minicamp slash training camp slash practice schedule – at FedEx Field uh, later in August. Really cool stuff. Um, I want to go ahead and, and, and share it with you guys. And when it's done, I'm going to go here. So for 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 this year, training camp 22, um, they're going to have training camp at Ashburn. It's in Ashburn this year, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it's going to run from the July 27th through August 18th. And it's going to have um, – a free practice at FedEx field and a series of practices at Ashburn. Um, they're going to be partnering with their traditional partners, you know, FedEx, bank of America, Pepsi, no Richmond, no Richmond. They're in Ashburn. You know, there's well, a, that was, that's good. That was because the contract expired, but I mean, there's a, there's a school of thought. So back in the day when I was growing up, they played in Frostburg and they always did joint practice with Pittsburgh. Phil, you know, this, yeah, um, and they, so they got away from from the home. Well, before Frostburg, before Frostburg, take it one step further, and they did the joint with the with Pittsburgh all the time. Before Frostburg, it was up in Carlisle Dickinson College. We we're supposed to yeah. do one with the Buffalo Bills this year. Then the McKissick happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hey, I will tell you right now: if you haven't already done so, and if you're in the DMV area, go get your free tickets to the FedEx Field. Uh, free practice event Saturday, August 5th. I just put the comments below. I uh, just typed it in there. August 6th, 6.45 to 9 p.m. Gates open at 4.30 p.m. Open to the public. You got to get it through Ticketmaster. It's going to be pretty cool. I just got five tickets today for my family. I'll probably, it's just an excuse to tailgate. Um, Phil, if you want to come up, you're welcome to um, stay with us. You just, just, just say the word. Um, but it, it is a, it is just a practice. But is I think it it'll evening, be cool. Is it an evening practice like that one, or is it going to be a daytime? No, practice? it's a nighttime practice, 645 to 9. All right, I might just come up after work then. So it, it, it should be pretty cool. Um, they're going to – it basically all the tickets are free, free of charge. I haven't seen anything about parking. I'm going to assume parking's free too, but you never know with this team. You never know. Um, so sign up. The comments are in the chat. It'd be cool to see everybody there. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, if I go, I'd be a pretty cool another vlog opportunity, a little vlog opportunity. But um, so London Fletcher, Julie Donaldson, uh, on the August sixth event, they're gonna they're gonna narrate practice for everyone in the stands who are sitting around. So I'm guessing they'll be on the loudspeaker. There'll be some alumni walking around the area. They're gonna we're gonna see performances from the new marching band. You know, we're, we're kind of favorable to the marching band. We'll probably readdress that topic later in the summer with an old friend of the show who was in the marching band previously, my boy, uh, Chop Chop, uh, who was a uh, tuba player in, in the we've interviewed him before on the show. What was Phil doing? Is that epilepsy? What was it? playing drums, playing drums. Oh, so okay. we'll, uh, we'll see how the band's gonna be. We got to play um, this, is like, this is like marching band drums, this is regular drums. We're going to see the marching band. We're going to see the commander's entertainment team. 
We're gonna they're gonna unveil the command uh, command the canvas art installation project featuring uh, local uh, DMV artists. We're gonna see a variety of food and beverages across the main concourse. Um, purchased at the club level, you're gonna have something called the Taste of FedEx Field, which is gonna spot spotlight. Excuse me, a bunch of uh, local DMV food vendors, vendors available to fans. If you remember, Nats Park kind of did this too. Nats Park kind of brought in, you know, Phil, you know this, a lot of the local prominent vendors into the stadium. Ben's Chili Bowl. There's some sushi. There's some. There's some really good places in Nats Park that they've Apple done this brew with them. or a DC yeah. brew. Um, I'm, so I think it's pretty cool that they're actually doing this. You know, bringing in the local community to the stadium which is which is really good because before all you had was dan snyder's lame johnny rockets and you had some green turtle and you and that was about it so if they diversify the foods action hey that's i'm all for it i think it'd be pretty cool <coughs> excuse me uh ricardo said he's got his tickets he got six good to see hey i'll see you there bro I will see you there. Marcus says it's the same weekend as my family reunion. So I'm guessing, Marcus, are you going to be in Kentucky near Louisville? Near where Dev is near Bowling Green? That's that's the real question. Um, Ricardo mm -hmm. says, I'm glad they're back. So we got to figure that out. Man, uh, Marcus and I, we have a lot of friends in common, man. I you think do? one of his, sure one of his close friends was my roommate in college, man. That's right. But long story short, you know, the, the sum, summation of this of this segment is what we're trying to say is that the team is back. back. They're bringing they're bringing the community in to the stadium. We don't know where the new stadium is They're They're trying to engage the DMV to come into FedEx field. So I like that they're making these moves. I was there for Monster Jam last week on Saturday. It was awesome. The stadium looks so cool. They redid, redid the entire Ring of Fame. <clears throat> so everything's now in kind of new Commander's font, whatever the font is for the Commanders. And uh, the old signs for all the Ring of Fame is different. It's all new people now, which is really cool. The W splattered everywhere was just awesome. We had club-level seats, which were only $25, which is pretty cool. But beautiful, beautiful decorations everywhere. So I really really like what they did with with uh fedex field um they is have these feel, is it does it feel like it's actually been refreshed I, I i think like it had well i was at the club level so I, the club level is always fresh i didn't go down to the to the main concourse i'm over there for the split second so hard to say i'm not gonna lie hard to say club levels always fresh but they have these new sections <coughs> excuse me behind the end zones and i'm Lurge and get some tickets because they have these tables so it's like a table and, a, and two seats where you can sit behind the end zone up on the third level the club level that's crazy cool it's a little mini table and two seats like that's, that's pretty sick so i don't know it, it, i like what they're doing with the stadium it, it's going to be pretty cool maybe um maybe one day we'll have joey Kobe Begovich on here, and he can he can give us a rundown of of what's in store for we need to get a, season. We need to be sponsored by a marijuana uh, provider, and we call it like the hot box. Dev always <laughs> only a matter of time, Dev. Or I think before I think a stadium, a venue, or something is going to be linked to weed. Weed. I mean, all, all, all of. Home. All of Miami is linked to cocaine, so I don't know why that's out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins just be called like a, a basically the blow stadium, right? Yeah, <laughs> white right. girl stadium, <laughs> right? Just make up, make up loud, your, uh, loud pack arena, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Deb, we got to get you up here for a game one day, man. I don't know when it's gonna be. How man, it's gonna I, be. I don't like football games a lot, it lame. I don't like. Get you one if they ever if they ever if Washington ever plays, I don't know what's a close stadium to you. Is it Kentucky or uh, excuse me, Tennessee? Is that Tennessee. The Tennessee's on like the stadium. We, like, we're all converging there, man. We are converging there. First of all, there. because I think Steve's tired of me hyping up these cities I go to. Yeah, the Tennessee's a great place, man. It's, it's Nashville, first of all, Nashville, fantastic yeah. place. Um, 
the 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 light here doesn't quite show it, but your your boy came back from Charleston, South Carolina over the weekend with a rich mahogany veneer. Yes. Hey man, you don't want to get too dark. Your credit score gonna start dropping. <laughs> Ricardo says, I'm calling Denver to be the team linked to weed. That's probably your best bet. Denver's probably the one. Uh yeah. highlight stadium. I don't want you want to, I don't know what you want to call it. You can get so crappy. The, the hot box. The hot box hot is box like stadium. Not a, not yeah. You just need like once Amazon or one of these big brands company jumps on the cannabis have train. A stadium, have a stadium over. built shaped like an ashtray. It's, it's over. It's <laughs> over. It's coming. Yeah, it's it's over. Uh well, fellas, let's go ahead and shut this one down, man. This was a great episode. We talked about mostly wide receivers and Terry, a lot of a lot of contentious arguments about where Terry fits in the top 100, excuse me, the, the top wide receivers of the league, where he fits, where the Redskins slash Washington football team slash commanders fit in the overall top 100 that was released by Pete Prisco. Where does Terry contra He ain't showing up. Now I will say that, and I don't know the name, but all the local media release, there's a national media guy who's been attending today uh, commander's practices and when he's around he's very into contracts and he that guy tweeted today i think his name is jeremy something he tweeted that talks have intensified and they expect a deal to get done before training camp so yeah i think so do i, I, I know I don't think Terry's missing any training camp it's it's gonna get done that yeah. guy also said uh, either before training camp or the next two months too like that's a vegas fuck like obviously it's gonna be it, you know it just there you go, Ricardo. He nailed it. There you go. Jeremy Fowler. Thank you, Ricardo. Yeah, horrible. Jeremy Fowler. Horrible. So, Hey, shout out to everyone who punched in today. Uh, Ricardo Reynolds. Uh, go check out the group Washington Commanders Fanatics on Facebook. Just hit the search button, type that in, and you'll join. Go hit that group up. Marcus Edelin Sports Group View 2. Go hit them up. Um, Roger Smith, thank you for joining. Uh, Ricardo. Marcus Davis, old friend of the show. Thank you very much. Greg, ah, Delaney, yes. thank you for watching. Oh, y'all. Derek Manning, the Burgundy boss. Thank you for tuning in. And we appreciate everybody. Um, I don't know how it's going to be in the offseason. It's going to be a little bit quiet between probably like now and when they start actual <laughs> practices come July 27th. But hey, you know, here on Command This, we're trying to diversify our content. We're giving you. Uh, not just commanders content. We're talking general sports. We're also doing top fives every Tuesday. We've done top five video games ever, top five super villains ever, top five theme songs. You know, we're just ripping off these different cool subjects. So if you have an idea to talk about, please put it in the chat comments below. We'll talk about it on Tuesday. We're just trying to keep the content fresh, something a little different than, you know, trying to trying to diversify our bonds just like everyone else, like no one else is doing, um, trying to just veer away from some of the Washington Commanders content from time to time and, and just talk about stuff that's, that's cool that, that we love to talk about. Like Villains was, was great. You know, Dev likes Cobra Commander. Like who would have thought Dev likes Cobra Commander? You know, I'm a big Thanos fan. You know, Phil's a Doomsday fan. Phil's a Joker's fan. Like – Go check it out on the YouTube channel. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, say. I would have said me, but I'm an ultra villain. We all know this. Phil uh, is the ultra villain. That is true. <laughs> that Dr. is Dr. very true. Dr. Man has my favorite villain. Roger, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Ricardo, hey, man, nothing but love. Ricardo's my brethren. Hey, Ricardo is doing the Lord's work as a mailman. He's delivering in Silver Spring. God bless you, man. He's he's. he's, he's getting the getting Oh, the man, if Ricardo only out, knew rain, who I work sun, for. Shine. Sleet or snow. Um, God bless you, Ricardo. I work good, for good I, I will I will put this out in the world. I work for a postal contractor. So yeah. So hey, <laughs> hey fellas, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Homeboy, homeboy shopping network. Home. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. As always, peace and hail. W. Peace. <laughs>